Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's your favorite show that you like to listen to on the interwebs, whether it's iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or any other thing we don't know about. But it's the show even more about nothing, where we talk about your favorite things and none of your favorite things all at the same time. It's like one big joke. Eh, would you consider it a joke? Maybe to some people. What do you guys think? I don't, I feel like most jokes are either A, intentional, the best ones are intentional. Yeah. You've got a couple that are unintentional that just happen to line up perfectly. Yeah, those are called puns. Okay. Narrow, I'm not going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Back at it again. (laughs) Like we never left. I mean, we haven't left. Do we ever leave? No, I don't think we ever go anywhere. No, I don't think we're allowed to. True. Facts. We're one in 23 states and the entire entity of the Philippines. Just kidding. We aren't actually wanted. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, you might be wanted, but I'm, I'm chilling. Again, I'm here. Certain- in case you didn't, I guess I haven't said this enough already. I don't leave the house, so I'm good. You might be wanted. Didn't you think about trying to leave the house a little more? I, t- I thought about it, and then I went outside. It was cold, so I went back in the house. Fair. Fair. What's up, guys? It's Rafiki. Uh, been gone for a little bit. Working on some things, like everybody else. But I'm good to be back. Happy to talk about nothing. And talk about these games, these TV shows, and everything else in between. To my right. Uh... I can't go pink polo Mookie route because it's it's too cold for the pink polo. I got the Supreme jacket on. I got the hoodie on. Birkenstock Mookie. <laughs> I don't have a pair of Birkenstocks, though. Pops does. Pops caught himself a nice pair of Birks, but I ain't got them. I can't. Just reach into the closet. I mean, you can I'm wear them for I'm a day. I'm going to have to snatch. We'll just, go, we'll just go with hoodie Mook. Hoodie Mook. <laughs> Like what well, his like, name like, like, like hoodie I, mellow. Like hoodie mellow, but like hoodie mellow's got it backwards. Hoodie mellow puts on a hoodie in the summer, bro. It's hot outside. What are you doing? And then the winter comes around and he can't shoot no more. Mm-hmm. If you go put the hoodie on in the summer, just leave the hoodie on. Like the NBA just released the rule like players can wear whatever shoes they want. So I'm super excited to watch more basketball game just to see what ridiculousness Swaggy P is gonna put on his feet. Did he find a team? Uh he got picked up somewhere. I'm not sure where he got. I can't believe he won a ring finally. Honestly. Yeah, he got he got a dope. Uh, but uh, speaking of that, Kyle Kuzma signed a deal, the first ever sneaker contract with a sneaker resale app. So he's just going to be wearing a bunch of nonsense. Mm. Uh, but they also need to just let Melo wear a hoodie all year because then the Houston Rockets will just win everything because Hoodie Melo is a god. So Hoodie Mookie, I guess we'll go or, 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 or they'll lose to Golden State again. Or lose to Golden State. Or the Lakers. Or both. Yeah. I, I don't think... I think they could beat the Lakers. I don't know if they could beat Golden State, but... No, it could be Golden State. Yeah. Anyway, in the words of Jesus and Meryl's, hoodie season, not chill. I ain't got no Tim's on, but, you know, it's hoodie season, so hoodie mook is in session. You mean the national bird of the Bronx? <laughs> Sheesh. Oh, man. No, but, like, I've never seen, like... 
people like that like have a uniform for like a neighborhood like obviously like the frats have like a general dress code oh yeah so you vines yeah vineyard vines and then and then and then either the salmon colored short shorts or the tan ones and you the get berries and the berries so that's the uniform but like if you go to Brooklyn and like if you live in Brooklyn you have a pair of Tims like they know you're visiting because you don't have Tims on they know which building you're in because of the kind of Tims you have. They know the like the height of the soul, like depending on how long you've lived there. <laughs> it's it's real about these Tims. So shout out to Timberlands for like having a market in a city. for forever. I don't care how many millennials and and move into Brooklyn. You gotta wear Tims. I don't care if you're a hippie and you're seventy, wear your Tims. If you're twelve, wear your Tims. Come to Brooklyn, wear your Tims. The Bronx. They say you're bored with your first pair of Tims. Well, they're probably, you know, that's what happens. Like, you're born, doctor takes you, cleans off all, like, the baby goop, and it's like, all right, cool. Here's your baby. Here's your Tim. No, no, they come out with the Tim's on. They come out with the Tim's <laughs> on? Oh, man, that's a, that's a different level. <laughs> but now, Luki833, everywhere, including PlayStation, coming, coming at you soon, ladies and gentlemen. What if you got juiced? Oh, no. I have all the passwords. I double-checked it the other day just to make sure I was ready. I tried to log in into uh, my PlayStation account, or I think I was trying to access, like, my account information and ask me for my password, and I haven't thought about that thing in so long. Like, I tried two of them. I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing this now. Mm-hmm. It's been three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll remember it eventually. But what's going on, guys? It's It's, it's Matt. Here, here we are again at the at the table, at the round table, the Knights of Sir Arthur. You can catch me on all social media at Matt underscore YouTube. Have we ever used a round table at all? Like, nope. We always say that, but we've never actually. Well, we, yeah, we have. That one time we had uh, the, the the whole backyard gang on. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a round table. Yeah, I wasn't there for that one, but yeah, that, that was a fun one. We need to get those people on again, especially Roscoe. We've yeah. been talking about this for a minute. Yeah, Roscoe has been on like adventures, just doing whatever. Yeah. Ain't he gone again? Yeah. I don't know where he went. Shout out to Rich Homer. He doesn't know where he went. Yeah. He just got on the road and started going, so. There's a certain kind of freedom that's to be appreciated in that. Facts. But anyways, uh, you guys know what this is. We talk about nothing, everything at the same time. So glad to have you aboard. Yes. Uh, with that being said, you want to kick us off with a week in review? Oh. We, we still we still need to hit our 17 minute intro. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got some time to fill. Um, I can start throwing out filler words. You know, let's talk about our favorite Twitter videos real quick. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I'm just kidding. Do, <laughs> that that will be the entire episode yeah, if that, we end up doing that. Yeah, that really would. Because there are a lot of great videos on Twitter. Some of it. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's just a whole... I don't know if I should talk about... Uh, you know, I'm just going to go for it. Okay, so... Do we need to give a PG warning? Oh, on this one now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, first of all, I'm upset that I literally had just, like thought about it for a millisecond. I was like, okay, no, we're good. Uh, but there's this video that I saw. I, I don't know if I actually talked about this last week or if I was just in a conversation. I think it was just a conversation, but there was uh, a video on Twitter of a lady. So, like, the video is being filmed from one building. You saw at another building, there's a lady who's taking a selfie on the balcony and fell off the balcony. And she was like, from what it said, I think she said she was 80 stories up. That's ridiculous. Yes. So there was that. 
And so that was the original tweet. The quote tweet said, read the comments or read the threads. And so I go into the threads and everyone's arguing whether it's actually 80 stories or not. Okay. And so it's like, so it's like, someone's like, no, it looks more like 20. And then it's just like, okay, but how tall actually is a story? And it's like, so like such and such feed is like a story. And like all these people are reading all the facts, except acknowledge the fact that she's dead. <laughs> Cause like, you just, you don't just like fall 80 stories and live. You'll be lucky to survive five stories. Right. But the funniest part of all of this now Rip, rip, rest in peace to to old girl. Some someone so at the end there was like a you see her laying on the ground or whatever, and there's this guy who was walking on the trail because there was like kind of some bushes that cover it. He had no idea what was going on, just going about his own business. I don't know if he could see or not, but someone took a screenshot of that portion of it and posted it in the comments and said, it "Looks like she's still trying to take a selfie." Wow! Oh! Wow! No! This is Twitter, folks. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you've ever wondered what Twitter's like because you've never been on Twitter, that is Twitter. That's actually 2011 Twitter here in 2018. Yikes. Other than that, my week's been great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know like how to respond to that. <laughs> um... Don't first of all, because yes, that, that's yeah. uh, that's a very quick rabbit hole. Um, what's happened this week? A lot of stuff's been happening. Super busy. Uh, not like, I guess some of it's been good busy, but a lot of it's just been busy. So stay on Twitter. Tweet like I'm on vacation. And uh, I don't know. Super excited to get back into Spider-Man because some, some DLCs are coming out. Except you might have to pay for some of them. Never mind. I'm not getting to the DLCs. No, you do not have to pay for them because oh, we, we, the, we, the, we, the, we got the hooked up version. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Dope. Yes. Never mind. Yeah. I'm playing DLCs. Yeah. Yeah, DLCs. <laughs> Speaking of Spider-Man, yo, they shoot some shots at all these people who are talking. So, like, there was a big controversy that, uh, oh, another amazing game getting down graphically downgraded by... Uh, a triple A publisher, blah 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 blah, and Sony was like about to come through, be like, "Yo, it wasn't us," but like Insomniac did the whole Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant back when they were in Golden State. I was like, "Hold up, he's an idiot." <laughs> but uh, Insomniac came out and was like, "Yeah, no, that's not how this works. This is how technology actually happens. You guys may just not be interpreting it correctly." Blah 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 blah, and then obviously it was just people trying to get aroused. Um, but now, it, the whole thing was about the puddles look different and they reflect different. And so, and so is that I, is that the pictures with the stickers? Yeah. So they added uh, like puddles in sticker mode now. So they actually like I love Insomniac for this. They're like, oh, you wanted to throw shots? Have at it. So now you can put puddle stickers everywhere anytime you're in picture mode. It's hilarious. I love it. Shout out to them yeah. for being dope. But also, uh, Into the Spider Verse just continues to ramp up, and I am so hyped. Uh, they dropped a song with Post Malone and Sway Lee that was marginally okay, but it was, I cared more for the visuals, because it was like a lyric video, but it was like taking scenes from the movie, and it just looked Yo, so Yo, didn't uh, Sicko Mode music video just come out? Mm-hmm. Fire. Yep. <laughs> I saw someone uh, tweet like a portion of the video, and they were just like, uh, like, director, it's like, uh, hey, Travis. Uh, what kind of effects do you want, Travis? 
Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, the video... Like, we've always known Travis Scott to be a very eccentric human being, but this is by far the wildest... Not the wildest, but this is definitely one of the most out-there big produ- like big-budget production shoots I've ever seen because it crosses so many different art styles, so many different video shooting styles, so many, like, editing styles, uh... There's some callbacks to some memes in there that people, like, missed. Uh, and then there's also some, like, very, very clean just shots. Like, there's a photo of... Um, so, Travis Scott's real name is Jacques Webster. He's, like, in a class, and there's, like, this giant chalkboard just full of writing and a bunch of stuff. And uh, there's a photo of him, like, leaning against the chalkboard with like, his, like, professional coat on. And then one was, like, Professor Webster has finally figured out that the... Um, serum for the antidote and someone else like retweeted it was like me figuring out the chances of Travis Scott sending me the uh, um, whatever Cactus Jack 4's and he was like alright cool DM me your address and your size and the dude I was like Travis Scott just doing whatever he wants sending people money on cash after sending shoes is doing dope visuals shout out to Travis man I've been bumping Travis since Al Farrow, which is like his first mixtape. I mean, obviously, I've been listening to Travis Scott's work since Cruel Summer, in case you guys didn't know. Travis Scott's been working with Kanye West and the Good Music Camp since since Monster, honestly, since like My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. So he's been in this game for a while as a producer. And um, it's, uh, I said this before, uh, Travis Scott and Chance the Rapper are becoming... Well, what Kanye? What we always want Kanye to be? What we always thought Kanye would be? Yep. Um, like in like the social activism side and the production side and musically, but like they're both like, again, like if we took Kanye and split into two different people, like the my beautiful dark twisted fantasy side is Travis Scott, the college dropout graduation side is is Chance rapper. That's fair. And I'm just like, oh, I'm here for all of it. I love it. Uh, so speaking of Chance, Chance did this like undercover Lyft driver thing. And it was hilarious. So many people were just like, how y'all not know that was How do you not know Chance? One dude got in the car was like, oh my goodness, what is happening? Chance goes, what's happening? He was like, do you not know who you are? He's <laughs> like, do you know who you are? Right. Yeah, and then this one lady literally didn't figure out he was Chance until like they got out of the car and like it was behind the scenes. She was like, hi, I'm the producer for Lyft. That's Chance the Rapper. She w- he was telling her he's Chance, and she was like, what is happening? What is happening? And she was older, of course. And she was like, yeah, hi, I'm Chance the Rapper. And she was like, oh my goodness, my little brother, I love you. Thank you all for that. Shout out to Travis Scott and Chance for killing the game. Jeez. I don't know where that's... But you're weak? Well, yeah, okay, so yeah, my week's been uh, <laughs> non-existent. Uh, super busy, uh, but that's the life I chose. Um, played Destiny. I turned on my PlayStation for the first time in a long time last night. It was alright. Destiny's kind of dope. They got Festival of the Lost Halloween. It's pretty fire. I haven't fired up Destiny in a long time. I it, it's listen. literally been over a year. Yeah, but it's uh yeah. Same. It's pretty fire. And other than that, cleared out a bunch of space on my PS4. Installed Red Dead. Cleared out my caches. My system was ready to go. That comes out this week, right? Friday, my guy. Coming through with all the yoppers, you know what I'm saying? That and one's justice. Listen, I don't know how I'm gonna be productive this week at all. You because mean this coming weekend? This, this week. <laughs> fam, I can't stop thinking about the game. Oh, okay, fair. That's fair. It's not even here yet. 
I'm done once it gets here. No, it, it's unspoken that he won't be productive once the game comes out. Oh, no. It's, it's yeah, that we knew that. Might not, I'm, I might intentionally not pay my phone bill just so people can't find me. I already turned off uh, find my iPhone app. Don't find, Don't look for me. Don't come for me. You know where, you know where he is. Yeah, I'm at the house. So, but if you don't know where the house is, you don't know where the house is. They really do be like they that. They be like that sometimes. I just got to go. I need to sit down and shoot somebody in the forehead for about four hours. I'll be all right. I'll probably pop out of the house every once in a while. But, yeah, once that game is out, yeah, productivity just comes down to a negative three. My week's been pretty good, pretty interesting. So... Matt, I know you kind of remember this, and the listeners don't because uh, we had some technical issues with this episode, but there's kind of a part two that's kind of happening to this instigated fight at work. Uh, so for those, uh, I wish this story kind of got out there because it was, it was pretty funny, uh, like a, a relatively quick recap. So at work, we've got a part-time supervisor, um, and then there's a full-time supervisor. So the full-times are on top. Um, part-times kind of run certain sections and, and so on and so forth. So anyways, there, there's, there's two of them that don't, they, they don't, they don't get along. So, um, I happen to see the second half of this situation in particular. Anyways, so I was, I found out from one of my coworkers, this guy says the part-time soup was running the, the unload side of things in the trailer. And, uh, so the part-time and the, uh, the part-time and the full-time had gotten into it because of whatever, how they should have been running things goes into the, tra- the part-time goes into the trailer that my coworker is working in. And he's like, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bust him in his face. We got him to take him out. I'm like, okay. You know, and that happened. That was on a Tuesday. So Thursday, I happened to be in the unload cause I was helping out real quick. I hear the, I hear the full-time and the part-time arguing. They are going at it. They're at each other's throats. And it happens to be the same trailer that my co-worker was in. Comes walking and he's like, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knock him out. He said, you know what? He said the same thing about you. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, so then this whole, like, argument breaks out. I don't think it's died since then. The Part-timer went on vacation for a week he said, you know what? I'm going to come back with a vengeance. And working in a warehouse where the, the, the level of professionalism is zero, words fly. Words fly. I'll be honest. I don't think I've ever heard. Some of them I'm not going to repeat. But I don't think I've quite heard white people, if I'm being honest. They're both white. Uh talk to each other in that manner before. In that sense, where you're just kind of like, am I safe in this situation? And I'm not a part of it. I'm not going to say what I'm thinking, but <laughs> just continue your story. I was, I was, I said, I, in my head, so many things came up, oh, I yeah. just decided to yeah. be quiet. Yeah, just, I'm just like... I'm on, I'm on Instagram looking at DJ Khaled. And <laughs> Yo, alright, so real quick, a uh, little, little Instagram detour. Um, like the first four things I see um, happy sea day bro so apparently it's Snoop Dogg's birthday so shout out to the OG is he a sushi chef now? yes or he owns a sushi restaurant guess rolling weed's good for something listen <laughs> uh, so there's a Netflix thing we're gonna talk about in a little bit but um, 
Floyd Mayweather get the, 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 I got the double tap from Floyd Weather. Uh, Floyd Mayweather and DJ Khaled sued for alleged role in cryptocurrency scam. And then two posts above that, Floyd Mayweather reportedly dropped 2K on Mega Millions lottery ticket. I saw that on Twitter and someone's <laughs> and then Are you selfish? no winner for the t- no <laughs> no winner for the 1.6 billion Yo. dollar lottery. Uh, no one has won it yet. So I'm gonna just buy. It. I'm gonna spend a dollar. I'm yeah. gonna just throw a dollar at it just because. Yo, you know so what I mean? a dollar at this point. A friend it. of mine. He first of all, guys, if you ever win the lottery, just some, some business advice. Like we we joke. We're no we're the no budget boys, but don't out yourself. Don't don't say if you, it. If you don't have do the, it. If you have the option, and however, you win, don't don't, don't actually, some, some, some states, states you require. Some, some states you have to require. Do it through an NPL or do a double trust fund. That way you don't ask yourself. Yeah, don't go on the news and say like, "Yes, I want it." That's literally dumb. But a friend of mine, uh, literally, all of the numbers, if they weren't spot on from the winning numbers, he was within three. Oh, so okay, I've never, I don't understand how the lottery like works. So do you have to have all the numbers in the exact order? I think there. Are, so I in, think in, the, in the order, in, in order to win the five numbers, they have to be in the right order. They have to be the exact same numbers, and then they have like the the Powerball power, power number, number uh, which I think if you get the Powerball number, even if you don't get the other ones, you get like something. It's like something smaller or something like that. I think that's how it works. I've never played the lottery. Uh, but that's that's crazy. I think he's so close. He could have he could have won potentially close to a billion dollars. Yeah, but let's be real. If he does win, probably looking at five hundred million max. Isn't that just if you do the lump sum? I see. Yeah, I, I think if they you take out more, well, if you it, do the lump sum, and then wouldn't it be closer to like seven hundred? Yeah, if he does it over, if he does it, if you do it over a period, because. I actually researched the lottery for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, everyone's to, done it. Yeah, they have to pay you the entire sum within ten years. Yeah. So, not that we condone the lottery, but this is a billion dollars we're talking about. So the way you should do it, if if you if you win the lottery, this this is coming straight from Mark Cuban. Yeah. Claim the lottery ticket number. Hire a lawyer. But don't immediately cash it out in your name. What you want to do is hire a lawyer. Sign it. You do want to sign it. But you don't claim that you, like, it's going to come to your name, but here's what you want to do. You get a lawyer, you set up an LLC, and all that money goes to your LLC. You know why? Because if the money comes to you, you get taxed directly. If the money comes to your LLC, the LLC gets taxed. And you know what happens when when your LLC gets taxed? You can do tax write-offs. So... Technically, you could get up to like eight hundred and fifty million if you're savvy enough. Granted, just give me the five hundred. I'm cool. Right. Give me a hundred. Give me yeah. a one million. I'm cool, dude. Give me a hundred thousand. I'm cool. Three racks. Three. Get change my life. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I'm taking twenty dollars on a lunch rule. I'm all right. Right. Um, but yeah, if you uh, win the lottery and we give you a piece of advice, actually, I need to clarify this so nobody sues us. Don't take this as legal advice. I'm just talking from things I saw on YouTube. Do your own research. I am not a legal advisor or a financial advisor. We would be fortunate. If, if you if came we through, say, if we say something and you do it, that's on you, fam. And it happens to work out. But, you know, you can always slide us a check, you know, for you know, our great financial advice from Budget Boys. Like I said, three, three, three acts would change my life. I'm telling you, $20 right a lunchable. I'm cool, fam. 
twenty dollars for gas. Lunchable decided so I don't have to spend my Lunch, Lunchable on gas. Actually, Lunchable's in the stock market, clocking in at three k. Yeah, 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 yeah. Coming through with the <laughs> <laughs> well. How do we want to okay, do this? So wait, 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 wait. Let's back up a second. There's different versions of Lunchables here because we've had a couple different companies do that, right? I'm only familiar with the one, the one that is actually labeled Lunchables, not, not Snackables, which is. Not, not Oscar no, Myers, right? No, I think it's Oscar Myers. Yeah, I think Oscar Myers partners with them. So, whatever. what is the favorite version of Lunchable? If it's not chicken nuggets, what are you doing? Well, some people like the pizza. The pizza is high. Like the pizza is the most. But it's also cold, and then the sauce is kind of pasty, and, and it's mad weak because yeah, that yeah. bread is like literally. But then there's also the crackers, ham and cheese. Crackers, ham and cheese. Crackers, and like I'm, I'm probably gonna go with the OHG, which is the cracker, ham and cheese. But here's my thing, though. When they started mixing it up. And they threw like, because like you had to get a certain one to get the brownie. When they started throwing the brownies in wherever, I'm just going, I'm going, as long as it's got a brownie in it, I don't care. Like, give and me when they had the Capri Sun in there? Yeah, yeah. that was, that was like, which you, they don't do that no if more. You, if you, like, if you were one of those lucky kids that caught the pack with the brownie and Capri Sun, like, Back when like Lunchables were a currency, oh, you, right. you, you were you were Jeff Bezos. Yeah, you could you could you, you ran the table. Three whole lunch table. You ran you ran the table. I want I want your cornbread. I want your applesauce. Yo, that was the it's day. Trade her for that thing because I want that. I don't even know what it is. I just want it because if you want like a Capri Sun and the brownie, godlike, you were unbeatable. Like you had you cornered the market on foods at the lunch table. You ran other you ran other people's lunch table. You would have people trading their lunchables just to trade one item for one thing you had. I we prepare kids for gambling a lot more than we do. <laughs> I was just trying to think about. I was like, wait a minute, like, wait, were we like intrinsically trained to like gamble? Is that why the is, is that why the lotto is so high right now? And the, I remember, okay, so I just want to talk about how the lotto is actually a scam. Not, not 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 like a scam scam, but it's a scam. It's one thousand. The, the only reason it goes up is because people are buying more tic- more tickets. And that, I don't think people realize that the only reason the lotto exists is because people are putting money in it. So yeah. it's not like this money is coming out of nowhere. Yeah, no, it's Anything. literally your money. Even if you win. The government keeps half of it. Here's the thing. That half... That's, that's money they didn't have before. Here's the thing. Uh, that, yeah. that half doesn't, like, go into, like, the next lottery. No. That number starts over from the people who didn't win from the last time. The government takes that money free and clear. That's, li- like, you literally just wrote them a birthday gift for however much, like, they're going to take from you. They don't, it's, it's, they just, they just, it's, they just take that. It's they, really, if, so. Which I'm confused. Hold on, hold on. If we're, if we're getting back on topic here, it's kind of like, uh, after Bakugo was rescued in My Hero Academia. Yeah. And then he beat up Kaminari for his money and gave it to, uh, Kirishima to Facts. replace his goggles. Facts. That's literally what's happening. That's exactly what's happening. That's fair. Except they're not using force. Look at anime just being like the Come god explainer of everything. All right. Uh, we're actually going to get to this show, because I think we actually kind of overstepped the 17 minutes, but that's okay, because that's who we are. But, it's quite quite the information that come out, come out this week. But first things first, we're going to talk about this Kingdom Hearts. We got some new screenshots, and it looks clean. It looks... This is the first time we've ever had a Kingdom Hearts game look this clean. And granted, like, I mean, they obviously they've been kind of with the times and slightly ahead of the times at some points. But, man, it looks gorgeous, especially Olympus Coliseum or Olymp- uh, Mount Olympus, I mean. What's your thoughts, Matt? I think it looks really good. I just want to know why the heck Hainer's wearing Crocs. <laughs> Wait, aren't Crocs not a thing anymore? They're not making them, supposedly? Uh. 
I still I, see I people wearing, wearing them. them. I, people I wearing them, but I people wearing think them. they're not being manufactured anymore. I don't know, because if that's the truth, I might go cop something, because that means that they're about to go oh, up in the sneaker market. I don't know if I want you in my village no more. I like <laughs> <laughs> the stock price on these, on these Crocs when they go through the market on Stock X if they're not making them no more. God. Anyways. Well, I, I think it was. I think everything was really good. All the updated uh, things. The one thing that we might actually be getting the confirmation for Radiant Gardens or Radiant Garden, whatever. Because mm-hmm. you do see uh, his name. Not actually Zexian. I don't know what his name is. The guy with the blue hair from Organization Thirteen, the scientist. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Oh my yeah, goodness! I don't remember. I that. love that you said that because now I have an excuse to say the story I've been wanting to say all day. So uh, you call him scientist, right? Have you guys seen Martian Lynch's Facebook show? Yeah. Yes. So, Martian Lynch has a Facebook show, and if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's, it's amazing. It's hilarious. It is amazing. So, <laughs> I got the scientist. There's a guy on there who's like an astro-neurophysicist. Brilliant. He's a professor at, like, Oakland University, some big California school. He comes on the show, and Marshawn Lynch, like, just calls him scientist. Uh, I wish I could, like, say how Marshawn says it, but then we'll have to put an explicit tag on this episode. But, like... He just, I don't know, like, Marshawn is a giant kid, and I love it, because he just like, oh, man, we finna play with dry ice, and, like, he's throwing it across the studio, and people are like, Marshawn, no, Marshawn, Marshawn, no, Marshawn, no, and Marshawn's like, hey, uh, and yo, scientist, can we blow it up? All right, cool, we gonna do it. <laughs> Marshawn Lynch is the greatest human being ever, like, that is the definition of just living your best life. Yes. But anyway, back to what you were saying, okay. organization, uh, scientists. So, I've got some, so, Crocs are closing the last of its manufacturing plants, but supposedly they're saying they're staying in business. I don't know how that works. But apparently, apparently, if they're making them into video games, they're doing something right. That's fair. But still, plaid and Crocs aren't something I thought would go together. I just want to talk to someone that Square Enix. Uh, oh, well. Anyways. Kingdom Hearts. All right, so we talked about two things. Spider-Man coming out, Kingdom Hearts coming out. One thing that would not be coming out where we thought it was is uh, Days Gone. Got yep. pushed back to April, April 2019. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is this a sign that the zombie genre is dead? Yep. Now, I want to say that with the caveat, because we know Last of Us 2 is going to drop and sell a bazillion copies. That doesn't qualify. Like like Grand Theft Auto V, that's an ab- like it's an aberration. You can't take it in context of the everything story else. The story is so good. Yeah, the story, the history, the pedigree of the people making the game puts it, like, it, it could literally be a game it's about, like, picking up. Yeah, it could be picking, a game about picking up trash at this point, and the game would still sell a billion copies because of the story. Is the genre your hero has a gun or a machete or whatever and is killing a bunch of nameless, mindless zombie things that run at you fast in an open world dying or dead? Because I think it's just confused right now. I think it's dying, and I think it's been dying for a while, honestly. I, you already know my thoughts. It's overplayed. It's overplayed. Yes. I totally agree with you. I think it's dying. It's been dying for a while. I think it has a chance for a resurgence, because you know what happened? No, please don't. We've seen this exact same thing before, though. We've seen it before. Let's not pretend like we haven't. And especially with one genre that we all, well, I don't know if we love, but we definitely were invested in as kids, and the particular franchise I'm talking about is Resident Evil. That survival horror thing was gargantuan when we were kids. And then it just got outplayed over, like, saturated, and it was a bunch of nonsense. As soon as it hit Call of Duty, man. 
Yeah, and then, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I think Call of Duty Zombies is actually doing a lot more interesting things with the zombie genre itself, but, like, games that are start to finish about post-apocalyptic zombies, I think, are struggling. So I think it's going <laughs> to take good writing and save yeah. it. Because even last, uh, the show is ending, right? Or is it... No, but um, or is it just the Rick? Uh, the Rick Grime is, is leaving. leaving. The show. AKA so, is gonna get shot in the head and die, probably. But at that point, do you, you lose a lead? You lose a lead actor like that. Does that kill the show? Because so people, so many people have been seeing him for what seven seasons. So you get used to him, and now you're trying to figure out where does the show go without Rick? Granted, there are the supplementary characters. I haven't watched this since a long time, so I don't I don't really know what's going on. But um, I I think it's dying, um, and I will agree it's going to have to take amazing writing for it to come back because now people aren't really worried about the zombie aspect. Um, granted, even though Resident Evil in that horror factor, horror survival factor, I think the problem was they went away from what they were good at. They went from being a horror survival and really making sure you have to use what you have sparingly to, uh, we're just going to make them a shoot them up almost and action pack because, you know, of whatever. Because, I mean, five five was pretty good. Six was... Four was definitely the pinnacle the, yes. at that time. Five was okay. Six yeah. was trash. Everything yes. that came after six was really bad. And then... And then Bethesda, now seven. Bethesda made, what was it? Uh, no Evil Within. And now it's kind of like the... Like, PT was a big deal. We thought it was the resurgence. And then... Because the whole Konami nonsense, yeah. so that died. Then we had the resurgence with No Man... Uh, I guess seven. seven. Yeah. And then Resident Evil 7 kind of like brought the genre back full force so yeah but I would, again I would like how to, they did it exactly yeah. I would like to see how they re- re- revive revive that franchise granted I like that franchise because it's kind of mindless work you get your gun you shoot a couple people you go down the road cutscene enjoy the cutscene get back to shooting it's fun it's enjoyable but you know in, oh, the, in oh. the world of video games that we live in we'll, be, we'll, we'll see where We'll see where that series goes, especially with Sony at the helm doing things they're doing. But um, next gen is going to be interesting because Sony Sony's coming in the next gen ahead of the pack by a mile and a half. But Microsoft just bought like thirty seven thousand studios, so next generation is going to be fun. I'm excited. Like I am officially excited for the next generation. Mostly because I know like Red Dead is actually coming, and I'm like, ah, right, cool. This is a milestone in this generation. I could put a pin in this generation. I could play all the other games I want to play. Anthem, all those other games. I can play those on PC. But like console generations, boom, Red Dead is like the pin where I'm like, ah, cool. Anything after this is just icing on the cake. This generation has been solid. Yes. Like 2013 was marked as probably one of the greatest years in gaming history just because the amount of games that came out that year and the quality of games that came out that year. But this year, God of War, Spider-Man, Red Dead. We're not even talking about Persona last year. We're not talking about all the games like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn last year. Like Which that kind of started this, especially for PlayStation. Solid three, especially, four years of just yeah. solid. Just again, I love Xbox, but Sony is, is out here, just knocking them out the park. And a solid three years of just games is being dope for it. So I yeah. can, I'm ready to put a pin in this generation. 
and like start looking forward to the next generation and see what's happening. And like these are just games produced in the West. We're not. I, we're, we are barely mentioning all the amazing games that have come out out of the East in the East. Like, I don't think we're talking about Dragon Quest on this podcast at all. No. Nope. We haven't even talked about we we haven't even touched what, Monster Hunter. We, we, we barely cut. talked about Monster Hunter. We've, We've barely, barely talked, talked about, about Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy, which is killing right now. And yes. then uh, what is the other one? Dragon Quest, Final Fantasy. I have it at the crib. Uh, anyway, yeah. the joke. We're not even talking about the Japanese series, but anyway, Sony, Sony. If we're going, let's so boom. Put a pin in this generation. On a scale of 1 to 10, I feel like Sony is going into the next generation at a solid 9. That's hard to do. Which is hard to maintain. So I'm going to be, again, and if they start off the next generation, like, boom, you can change your name. Day one, get your console, change your name. I they start off at 10. <laughs> Microsoft, I want to give them a 7.5. They've come a long way. And what they're doing now, good work. And they're, f- they're fixing their infrastructure. They're fixing the system. Their online system, if you ask me, is still miles ahead of what Sony is oh, doing. Yeah. Because Easily. Microsoft is a software company. That's what they do. So their software, is, their software the way that they, they cultivate and, and, and breed multiplayer, solid. So that's why you got to give them the solid 7.5. Not to mention they put out games like Cuphead and Ori in the Blind Forest, and again, they bought all those studios. I was kind of pissed that Cuphead was uh, Xbox exclusive, but I couldn't be too mad because they got a PlayStation and had some amazing games this year. Yeah, so, uh, and then Nintendo, we don't know what they're doing. The Switch came in, and they were like a hot 10, and then they've done nothing since. And then they keep releasing trailers for Smash. We're like, all right, cool, where's the game at, though? Which, I mean, they told us this. So we've got some time. the, the, The part that hurts is... We know when it's coming, but they keep teasing us, and then we're like, is it ever going to come out now? Okay, yeah. cool. So, I mean, because like, I, th- I think at a point we thought this is the takeover of Nintendo, because boom, we got the Switch. And the, the Switch came with headers, came with all the shooters. Boom, Zelda, game of the year, off the rip. Mario, heavy hitter. And then Splatoon is its own giant that people really sleep on. But then ever since then, it's kind of like, ah, okay, we've got Xenoblade Chronicles and Fire Emblem Heroes. Well, and, I mean, uh, but I, I think that's kind of, well, it's kind of smart. Yeah. And like, again, it, I, I say this, like, they also made some moves that shocked the daylights out of Oh, yeah, out of Boom. everybody. That whole, hey, hey, guys, you know what you can do right now? You can play Skyrim on the Switch. I lost my mind. I now, don't know if I had the money for it, but I immediately went and bought that. I haven't played it in forever because, you know... Apparently you did. <laughs> yes. Uh, or I didn't, and I found it. Uh, you know, whatever. I am the GameStop man, and after all, don't question me, I got receipts. <laughs> I literally have all the receipts. I, have. I mean, so much, you know, I, I think Nintendo... No, I think Nintendo has a plan. Uh, well, obviously, any company has a plan. But they're, I think they're only allow, obviously allowing us to see what they want us to see. And really, they've got some... I, I guarantee you, they probably have another cannon that they're ready to launch. They're just waiting for that opportune moment like any other company is. So, but I, I think it's good that at least they're... I feel like with some of these games, you have time to play them before the next one, you know, the next yeah, big thing comes out. Because true. people had time to play Zelda. Then, you know, Mario came in. And then they're like, okay, you know what? You're probably done with Mario now. So why don't we backtrack a little bit? How about you play Skyrim? We know you love this game. Yeah. It came back three times. Play it, you know? Karen came on six times. 
Skyrim. Egypt, but, I mean, the whole yeah, Bethesda yeah. deal. So, like, Skyrim and Wolfenstein and then Diablo on the Switch. I don't know if it'll work, but it's there. It's an option, so that's yeah. interesting. So, uh, I, I think they're, they're finding interesting ways to entice you while especially people are anticipating, you know, um, Smash. Most, you know, more importantly than anything else right now, because that out, out of Switch games, that's what people are waiting for for the end of the year. Yeah. If they're not waiting for Red Dead, they're waiting. They're waiting for Smash. True. But speaking of companies doing interesting things, Ooh, Netflix ready? coming through with just the axe. <laughs> if Nintendo's coming, if Sony's coming through with all the yoppers, Netflix is coming through with the axe. They just hit everybody with the yoppers, <laughs> and I think it has something to do with Disney a little bit. Uh, so, like at the start of the week. We found out Iron Fist. Iron Fist was not getting a third season. Some of us were like, eh, "Okay." That's a lot, a lot of people were like, "Oh man, good, that show sucked." But a lot of people were kind of disappointed because um, the show kind of had a resurgence. Like a lot of people who actually managed to watch season two, were like, "Oh, this is so much better than season one. It's actually better than a lot of other things." And then the one that everyone was super confused about, Luke Cage got the axe too. Well, actually, no. First, it says season three's coming. And then the X happened, like, two days later. We're like, wait, what? Yeah, so Netflix has canceled now two of their four. Now, are they still keeping the characters? I know with uh, Iron Fist, they were still keeping Danny Rand or whatever his name is. So I think the characters are still staying, but there will will not be a season three, which leads me to believe... They didn't want to deal with Thanos. (laughs) You're not wrong. They didn't want them problems. Which leads me to believe that the Netflix... Marvel, I think I think Disney has been working behind the scenes because like a lot of people were concerned that Netflix and Disney were like it was gonna be they were gonna get pulled from Netflix and it was gonna continue and then they finally worked out a deal. Like, cool, these characters are gonna stay here. But I think Disney wants to consolidate everything to their platform, which we think possibly could be Hulu now because they own the majority share of Hulu now with their so purchase. At that point, but here's here's my theory. No season three for Luke Cage. No season three for Iron Fist. Maybe a season three for Jessica Jones if they're already in production. Definitely. I, if, well, we just got season three of Deadpool, which I'm hearing you great things about. Dead, uh, uh, Daredevil. Daredevil, which I think uh, is good. Because season two, if you ask me, is the best thing they've ever done. Point blank, period. Uh, Second, uh, followed very closely by Punisher. Well, so I think I heard they, there was I think a... They'll did try you see the clip? Did you see the... Uh, supposedly, there's a clip out... About a hallway, a fight hallway scene that is supposedly the best fight scene they've ever choreographed in all of Daredevil. One hundred percent. That's why that season is so good. Here's the thing: that is the epitome of it, and it's the to- it's the top of cinematography. Period. But it's there are other things that supersede that scene because of content, story, acting. So that scene is amazing to watch, and they kind of replicated it a little bit in season three. But anyway. Going back to it, I think they round out Jessica Jones because I, I have no clue what's going on with that franchise. I watched the first season, and I didn't really care for it, so I didn't watch season two, and I watched Cherry and Defenders. So I think we probably get one season of Jessica Jones, one more season of Punisher, one more, and then uh, they round it out with the final season of Defenders, and then we will no longer have Marvel on Netflix, and all of Marvel will live on Hulu. That's, our, that's my speculation. Well, the question is, though... While Disney might own majority share of Hulu, I wouldn't be surprised if they're crazy enough to still put out an app of their own. Like, of course, it's Disney. They do what they want, but... But then think about it. So, 
Now, now if they do have their own app, because now you're kind of, you can you can almost tailor to two markets in one go, but also tailor to them at the same time and do the whole VRV thing. And that's exactly what I'm gonna say. Like if you get one, if you get a subscription to one, you get the other. Or, you know, you pay maybe a, just a hair more, like a dollar more or something, and then you get both. I don't, that's me. I don't want to do that. Give me a but, package. Give me, well, give, that's me what I'm saying. give me, give me a, I don't know what the options for Hulu are. I'm assuming there's like a $9 option for Hulu or $9.99. If you give me, either just throw it in with my one, like my $9.99 for Hulu and I get, like, I can use my same username and password for the other service, or be like, cool, there's a new $15 service, you get both. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, that did, like I was saying the same thing. Like, is it the new DC more. app out now? Yes, because uh, Titan started on the twelfth. New episodes drop on Fridays. Yeah. But speaking of VRV, man, Whoa. we got way. Oh yeah, Whoa. I didn't mention VRV directly. Well, I guess we'll talk about it. But news came out this week that Funimation and Crunchyroll have agreed to split after a very short time together. Two years. I'm confused. Why though? So it's partially from what I read, it's partly with the Sony move. Like yeah. Sony, Sony, Sony's making moves to try to make Funimation more global, which is dope. I support that decision. Yeah, but I, why though? I don't. No one has come out and said directly, but a lot of things are coming like from people that have been working at Funimation. Uh, it's, it's essentially been that it's like with trying to grow their brand through the Sony move. Mm-hmm. Both them and Crunchyroll saw it best to go ahead and split ways. Now, here's what's... In, this is this is what's interesting, because I think those articles, yes, we're talking to some workers. These, these, these employees are believing what's about to happen. And also, they were very active in the comment section on Facebook. I don't know if you noticed when they posted the original. They were very active. I just, saw, were, I just saw, like, all the ones that were on Twitter. Okay, so I saw what was on Facebook, and they were very active. They were they were readily replying to every other person, saying like, "Okay, hey, we see this issue. We're sorry about this issue," and without really saying it, they were trying to say like, "We've got a direction that we're working on here. Just just hang on. Like, we see these we see these issues." So, I think they really believe with what's about to happen and what so what such uh, direction Sony's about to take them. I don't know. We'll see. It'll be interesting. But I, I think it's really interesting to see the way Funimation was replying because you don't get that from too many companies. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Can we talk about uh, well, another company with but, employee but, things? But, I, like, I, I, know I'm, I know I'm just taking well, the show wherever I'm taking it. I know, right? but we need to, like, can we, let's finish. No, 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 no. no. Let's finish. We'll finish, but, like, real quick. Also, okay, what are you going to say? Because I'll, I'll hold my thoughts. Because, well, I'm just trying to get all the information out there because let people know that November 9th is when they're officially switching everything off uh, of VRV, and you'd have to go to Funimation now to get all that stuff. So they will have dubbed and subbed stuff. It's five ninety nine a month for Funimation now. So here's a question. Are you going to keep the VRV subscription for the other content or just go back oh, to yeah. Funimation now? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. they have Nicktoons. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Yeah, thing. like they're, they're, I mean, instead you, of having one now, which was criminal, by the way, that it could be in one. Surprised they didn't charge more for it. Facts, but now we just have to. Yeah. So again, a little sad, sad faces for the anime crowd, but like in the long run, this is probably going to end up being a better deal, right? For sure. Yeah. Now I think there were. I might have misread, but obviously Funimation is going to move their stuff, and obviously you're going to lose major titles. However, 
I, it almost made it sound like there were going to be some smaller titles or some some hidden gems that were they were just kind of gonna gonna just say, all right, we're leaving, but you can have this, you know? Yeah, they might have worked out. They might have worked out like a purchasing deal or a licensing deal. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know, but uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, My Hero Academia, were. There was like a list of like five big shows that they were like more than likely we're taking these entirely with us. Well, yeah. I mean, well, why would you? And, why and, would you not? I don't know. They may I mean, especially Yu Yu Hakusho. Like, yeah, Yu Yu Hakusho, My Hero, Fairy Tale, and Yu Yu Hakusho. Like once Show and Jumps drops, is gonna get a resurgence in like views just because of nostalgia. I'm rewatching it now. Like, it, it's basically replaced The Office for me. Like, The Office is, like, usually where I turn on. Not replaced, because The Office is The Office, and I watch The Office forever. Uh, but, like, you're getting tired, turn on the Netflix, put on The Office, lay in bed, laugh a little bit, pass out. I'm not really put on an Office kind of guy, to be honest. Uh-huh. Anyway, I am. That explains a lot. True. Facts. But Yu Yu Hakusho's become that, temporarily. So I throw on Yu Yu Hakusho. All right. I remember this fight. This is cool. Play a little bit of Destiny, pass out. Wake up. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And then bounce. So the way my setup is, I got the TV and then the monitor and everything. Usually just have some, either the Joe Budden podcast or music or some anime playing on the TV, like, almost 24-7. So, like, I walk in the room and I'm like, what's happening here again? Oh, yeah, cool. But speaking of employees speaking up and speaking out, there was this giant article about Rockstar, speaking of, forcing employees to work up to... 100 hours of overtime in order to get the game finished and rockstar was catching a lot of flack for that and they were like yeah no that's not a thing that's we don't do that but then we had some employees like former employees like yeah man they didn't expressly say you should work 100 hours of overtime but the ceos jason and whatever their name were constantly coming in the office Constantly on days off, on holidays, blah blah blah. So like, I guess some employees had the impression that that was the culture. It was expected that if the CEOs are coming in on holidays on a day off, you should too, because that's what it takes to make a quality game. And then Rockstar just kind of opened the floodgates. Like, listen, we usually keep employees like, like most businesses. Like, listen, you just can't talk about company policy. That's just smart business. Rockstar just let the floodgates open. Like, we are officially, like, expressly saying all employees can talk about, like, the culture of work here. And, like, 99.99% of every employee that's currently employed at Rockstar was like, listen, I work overtime because I see other people working overtime, but I've never been told that. And there was one chick who was like, yeah, I've never worked overtime. I've been here five years. The most overtime I've accrued in five years, five hours. (laughs) I laughed. But then there are also people who, like... They will link up on their work day, be like, hey, let's go grab dinner, come back, work on this project because there's a passion for the project. And then they'll like go crash at a hotel next door and then come in the next day. Um, so it seems like there's there was I feel like some people might have miscommunicated that there might have been a misunderstanding. But like what, what excites me is just that there's a lot of passion to the people who work at Rockstar, so much so that they defended the company. And they buy GTA 5 still. And they still, like, employees are still buying GTA 5. Employees. You work there, but they're still buying the game. They're still playing the game. And then, like, Rockstar just officially released a statement, and they put it into their company creed. It's like, uh, 
like over time is now optional. Like they will never, if like it's, they've expressly stated that overtime is optional and that no employee has to work overtime if they don't want to. They, and like it's up to them. So I think it's very interesting for like A, the biggest video game company on the planet right now to say something like that and B, for them to allow their employees to speak on their own behalf. And see, I'm also more, I'm like, I'm more excited because that means the product that we're getting. These are people who not only like love and care about the project, but like they're putting in extra time. I'm not coming in on my weekend because you, because, listen, I love this podcast. I do this because I want to. My regular job, I really like. If you, I, they, they throw bonuses to people who come in for overtime. If you're not throwing me a bonus, I'm not coming in. I like my job. I love my podcast. There's a difference. <laughs> and so the difference is what makes me even more excited for Red Dead. Yeah. That's fair. But, you know, once the final product comes out, just know. The first person I lasso is getting put in, like, right in front of a train. Lasso somebody, drag them behind a horse, put them in front of a train. That's the first thing I'm doing. Just because I feel like it's going to be an achievement again. Two things I'm doing. First time I get a gun, I'm going to shoot a bird out the sky. And a lasso somebody, drag him behind my horse, put him on the train. Watch him get run over. Oh, okay. Sadistic. All right. No, it's, I'm just doing this for the trophies. I'm trying to get the platinum. <laughs> right. Trophies. Double platinum, no trophies. Yeah, listen, if you're not about these platinum life, um, you know, J. Cole went double platinum with no features. Hey, it is what it is. Okay. All right, let's get the last of this out. We are, yeah, we're, we're doing stuff. DC CW crossover. Things are happening a lot. So it all started with they said uh, the introduction of Batwoman was going to be happening, which we were like, okay. And then the picture comes out, and we're like, she looks, she looks the part. Okay, we're we're waiting for the acting, but that's cool, cool. Uh, and then Stephen Amell kind of starts talking. He's like, hey, get you know, I'm getting ready to drop something. We're like, I, I mean, we we expect something. Then a poster with them swapped. Happened and we're like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> and the title as well, which is called Elseworld. And then we're still not done. We got the Black Superman, which now all of a sudden is saying, guys, we're trying to bring out a Superman show for this universe. No, not with that guy. That's that. It's not official, but it's reported that they are trying to work on it. Yeah, he needs to die and stay dead. I know Superman usually doesn't die on Earth, but he just needs to die. I mean, that black suit, dog. That black suit is fire, but he just needs to go live in the sun. He can be Superman 3000. Yeah, he can go be that. Let's get a new actor in here. And if you don't know, Superman 3000, uh, <laughs> basically... Golden I guess Superman. now, technically, he's 3001 yeah. since post-conversion. Yeah, 3001. Superman 3000 lives in the sun because Lois died and it was super depressed. Homie was so depressed. He literally moved to live, not on the surface of the sun. I need you to understand. He lives in the center of the sun. And if you don't understand what that, why, why that's significant, Kryptonians gain power from the yellow sun, which is why Superman is Superman on Earth. Homeboy lives inside a sun. He lives inside a yellow sun. 
However, there's All-Star Superman where I think he had so much energy build up. If he lived on Earth, Earth he it would, would explode. explode. But at the same time, the sun was losing its energy. so He went to go power the sun. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. There's a couple different iterations. Yeah. So this guy can go be that. I want a new actor. Maybe I'm not giving him a fair chance. According, to, like, according to our very close friend, family, Batman, you know who you are, I'm not giving Supergirl a fair shot. I well, would say I've given Supergirl too many shots. She can't shoot. She at she is worse than Patrick Beverly at this point. That's how many shots she's missing. She is getting Brandon Knighted out here. Not okay, she so, as a person so. as an actor, but the show. The show is Brandon Knight. Everything else is DeAndre Here's, Jordan. Y'all know what happened. Uh, our, so I've watched two, I've watched two out of the four seasons now. Is it four seasons? I, I have think no it's four idea. Seasons. Maybe it's three. The fact that you two, the biggest CW fans at this table, don't know how many seasons there are, speaks exactly to my point. Fair. Um, anyways, but then again, like, sometimes you, you forget how many seasons exist in general for each of these shows every once in a while. Not all the time. 100%. 100%. I mean, don't get me wrong. I got you. I was sitting, I was sitting down watching, uh, watching with my girlfriend, and all of a sudden, I'm like... Wait, how many seasons of Flash are there? You know, like, because there's just at that moment where you kind of realize, like, I'm watching so far early that I'm like, where am I at? What am I watching? You know? Anyways, needless to say, um, as far as that Superman actor, even the few times that you see him, it was kind of, it's similar to Joker in Suicide Squad, where you, you see him, but you feel like you don't get enough of him to be able to peg it. Which, what they should have done was either make him a straight-up cameo and he shows up for a scene and he's out, or you give him half the show so you can get a solid grasp of him. And that's kind of where I feel like with what I've seen. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and it doesn't help that for season three, because they are on four seasons. Uh, they're on their fourth season. Uh, I think it was season three. I I don't watch it. I don't know. Tim, 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 Tim. going to probably know. But Superman... Left, yeah, he's in Argo City. Yeah, which is the new like the new Krypton mm-hmm. or whatever. So Supergirl is filling in for Superman at this point. Um, maybe, maybe actually, never mind. I don't know where his question was headed. I just know he hated Superman. That's all I got from this. Well, yeah. Well, it doesn't help I'm that saying, it doesn't saying. help that he's not a part of it. He, they're just they just bring him in and then just, they just like whisk him out. Yeah, but also so at that point, do you get a fit? But I, but I'll, 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 like let, that, me, I, let me let me concede this. Let me concede this point. Do I give what? So do you with something like that? Considering that, you know how they Matthew just described him, they bring him in and then. Like, get out of here. We really didn't need you. We just wanted you for appeal yeah. purposes. That's so you don't give somebody a chance to really show what they can do. So is that a fair shake in that sense? I look, here's the thing. I judge you based on what you're, like, like I can only judge based on what is being like put in front of me. I, like, if I were to judge based on all, like, you know what the kind of mental acrobatics I would have to, like, do to do that? I ain't got time for that. Nobody got time for that. Like, what is in front of me is what I have to judge. So yes, here's what I'm saying. Based on that same logic, what has been put in front of me for this crossover episode looks amazing. Black suit Superman. The whole switch picture that uh, Stephen Amell did with I, where, yeah, where he was the yeah, fast fiddle. Yeah, where he was bad. Like, I know that was kind of a joking thing, but that was funny. I really like that. Yeah, but they're, I mean, t- for them to actually wear the actual suit in the promo, yeah, I thought 
I thought it was dope. So everything that's being done for this crossover episode is very enticing. So I'm in, but now they got to produce. Well, yeah, and granted, I mean, the last couple of crossovers they've kind of they've gotten bigger and bigger, and they've really found ways to keep people in it. Um, obviously, having that Nazi world was an interesting take. Having the Dominators, interesting. You know, it's like, oh well, you know, the biggest thing we're gonna do this year is aliens, uh, which. You know, at that point, once you do aliens, some people are like, okay, what do you do next? Because now you've reached into the galaxy. They're like, no, we're going to bring it grounded. We're going to go back to a time that people either talk about or don't want to talk about, you know. So, and now, you know, obviously with the multiverse at their disposal, they're willing, they can do literally whatever they want. And as long as it's good storytelling, I don't think... I, I, think, I think that's, I think that's what we're trying to say here. Yeah. As long as you give us a good story, I'm here for it. So, a believable story for superheroes. That's that's the other thing. I had this conversation the other day. My Hero Academia. I know we're. I know. I know. I know we're fans. Whatever. My Hero Academia gives us good, realistic, believable stories in amazing ways with ridiculous powers. Like, y'all know me. I don't I don't understand when people do too much. Why are you still trying to fight Naruto and Sasuke? Fam, you, these dudes are gods. Go away. <laughs> when everyone saw what happened when Ichigo fought Aizen, who is still trying to fight this man? He doesn't have a limit. He's a Quincy, an archer, well, uh, a, to, to, to be fair, a demigod. His dad is just doing whatever. To be fair, at that point, he did lose his powers also. He did lose his powers, but then, like, he shows up with different powers, and you want to fight him again? Fam, did you not see what he did with the last set of powers? So, run away. I mean, granted, like, if everyone applied to that, uh, that theory... People would have saw Modern and ran in the other direction, but I'm just trying to stay well, alive. Well, you see, here. No, see, no. Problem. I'm just trying to stay people, alive here. Then look, look. You could see on their faces, like in the Great Ninja War, they were like, "I, I know I need to run, but uh, believe yeah, it, I, I, believe it to the number one surprising knuckleheaded ninja to be like, nah, funny, we got like this. The, I remember the we were watching the background, and people were like. I shouldn't be like their life was flashing before their eyes before Modern jumped down that cliff. He said, "I don't want to be here right now." But homeboy's gonna make fun of me in the afterlife, so I gotta do something. No, and that's that's, and that's and speaking of making fun in the afterlife, like someone who definitely should be in the afterlife, and I'm kind of annoyed he's still around. Is why is Kabuto still here? Like you, you're not wrong. First of all, Orochimaru is like, like Orochimaru uh, might as well be the Grim Reaper at this point. He's not gonna die, never. Period. Like we're gonna get like the sixth generation of like Boruto's great 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 grandchildren, and this. Orochimaru is going to be chilling like, yeah, I knew Naruto. He was cool. Why are you here? <laughs> but all that to say is we get these ridiculous over-the-wall double Detroit smash, United, United States of smash, over-the-top powers, but the struggle and the story is still realistic. Have, have, also, you, have you read uh, Vigilantes? Have I read Vigilante? It's my hero academia. It's it's it's, it's, a, it's the precursor to the show. I have not. So yes. yeah, you get to see a lot of actually within the last couple of chapters, you see Eraserhead before he becomes a teacher at UA. Actually, he almost got the lights stomped out before. Yeah, it has been, I feel like Eraserhead Eraserhead is real salty because he's caught a lot of L's. Not a lot. Like 
He definitely the Elsie's cut have been significant. That's what I'm saying. It's like like Batman, my favorite hero, the greatest. Just in my opinion, I think it's actually a fact. But you know, I'm willing to argue Batman is the greatest superhero of all time. We can argue that however you want to, but I think it's, it's like the, the proof is in the pudding. Batman has lost some pretty significant fights. I mean, I remember the first, like, as a kid, like, turning the page and seeing Bane lift Batman over his shoulder, his head, and I was like, oh no, this isn't gonna end well. And then the entire back break, I was like, oh, he's dead. He's definitely dead. But then seeing that animated a couple times, because I think they animated it in Justice League. I'm not sure if it was New Frontier or the original, but they they actually put uh, yeah, they put that in one of the Justice League, and they they did it with uh, some 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 character who just happened to have a similar name in uh, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, but again, that's you know, I mean, like I, that's I wouldn't call that Bane, but you know, hey. one of the most significant L's in all in all of superhero history. Man, just man walked in and you thought your kung fu was gonna work, and he literally lifted you up and like broke you in half. Sit down, sir. No. But like the comeback was even worse, like yeah. even better. And then everyone came through. Was like, oh, Superman, 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 Batman gonna fight. And Superman thought he was gonna fight again, a more significant L. But like the comeback was severe. Well, Eraserhead is just the old salty dude who like had a lot of dubs and just caught too many L's. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm done, cause like if you try to test him, he will hit you with the yoppers. Don't get it twisted. He's got them hands. He's I, a gold type of to guy. To be honest, yeah. like, eraser head is that like there's a scene in this movie called The Town. Then he's like, hey, we ne- we gotta go do something. We're gonna hurt some people. You can never ask me about it. And uh, we need to go now. You in or not? And the guy responds, you take my car, yours. That's eraser head. He's a go. He's ready to go. <laughs> if you say we going, we're going. And then you might have a problem because you are ready to stop. He's not stopping. You might have to stop him. He's that type of go guy. But in the process of being a go guy, one okay. So let's out, out of all of this, let's let's backtrack here a little bit. So, um, so one thing about My Hero Academia that they have done from day one, outside of writing the story, you see the limit cap. But you that, see the limit cap, and you see the potential. You see where he can get to. And then at this point, it's not like drag, you know, dragging the Dragon Ball franchise where there's the limit cap, and all of a sudden I gotta go beyond my limit, which then becomes the new limit, and then you have to break that limit to have a new limit. Yeah, like, but I actually think know. it's I actually think it's actually following the Dragon Ball franchise more than we think it is because well, yeah, only, hey, only, no, only for two characters, only for two, okay, for, okay, two characters, for two characters, but how they how they have said it makes and more how sense. They've mentioned it. It makes because, more sense because we already know Deku becomes. The new symbol of peace. We all, yes. we don't know if he becomes a symbol of peace or he whatever but moniker's he, using. We just know he becomes the number one hero. So we're now seeing the process from yes. A to B. But we don't know what B looks like. We just have we have an idea of what All Might was at that point. True, but like even All Might is now telling us Deku surpassed him in certain in many ways. So like we're in once we get to like All Might. Or also being the new symbol of peace, we're in uncharted. We're in uncharted waters. Okay, so okay, let me I guess backtrack a little bit because I did forget. All Might does say it compounds from user to user. Yeah. Okay, but 
it, it it's still within a certain bounds that it makes sense. It's still within this certain sphere and we're not really breaking the sphere or we're not we're filling the balloon with air and it's expanding but we're not popping it. Yeah. With too much air. So either way, I, I the writing's great. It makes sense. It's where it should be, how it should be, at least to what we have read, and continue to be great. And the side stories like that, and even the 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 um, like vigilantes, and even like the the little mini chapter that they did for when All Might left for the U.S. and then obviously the movie, they really know how to expand this world yeah. and really know how to get it involved. For sure. So all that to say. DCCW has got a, a lot of writing good work. A lot of, like, people are like, how the heck did they get here? We always do this. All of that, just to say that in order for me to like be fully invested in like what happens after this, they got to come through in this crossover episode. Which, the crossover episodes have generally been amazing. So And they've gotten better and better. For you sure. know, and not with anything. I didn't, like, I, I thought, I actually thought see. Supergirl was more consequential in that last crossover episode where she popped up in than I thought she would be, and I actually I enjoyed that episode. Like, again, I don't think the show... I don't think it's a great show, but I don't think it's terrible. I think they're handling their characters horribly, and I think they definitely did Martian Manhunter a disservice. Ooh. Uh, so, supposedly, Lex Luthor's going to make an appear on Supergirl, which that article just came out this week. So, however, there's a petition going around that they want Michael Rosenbaum. Let him live. Oh my goodness. Alright, so uh we're about to leave this we're about to jump out of this episode. But um in case you didn't know, the Migos are more popular than the Beatles. Do you know why? How? Because uh first of all, they just I think they've actually sold more records than the Beatles at this point. But Well it doesn't matter because now they haven't done more than Drake more number ones than Drake. Because Drake Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Okay. The, the, Here's one thing Drake has not done. All three Migos have been fully animated into both NBA 2K and NBA Live. If you have NBA Live this weekend and this weekend alone in a partnership that is just kind of blowing my mind. So EA through NBA Live has a partnership with Bape, which is a Japanese streetwear company. Bape is dope. If you know if you know yeah. anything about streetwear and I mean, skate culture, I mean obviously you know you know Bape. was talking about Bape. Yeah. So Bape Bape is Bape. <laughs> Bape was Bape. Like, that's their streetwear gods. And for those of you clowns who are new to streetwear, Bape was Supreme before Supreme was Supreme. And in some of our minds, Bape is still bigger than Supreme. Like, I don't think they sell more than Supreme because, like, Supreme could sell you fake money. Supreme put the name on a brick and it sold out. A $150 brick. Cement brick. It sold out. It's selling for like 300 bucks on eBay right now. It's ridiculous. Supreme is insane. But Bape Cross EA features the Migos. Uh, what? So, yeah. That's wild. Shout out to three dudes from East Atlanta just taking over. Good lord. Good lord. I don't have anything else. I saw that and I'm like, you know what? I'm done. It really yeah. be like that. It really be like that. It really be young. Okay. Anyways, um, it's. This has been a solid episode. Solid 100%. episode. 100%. So, uh, it's always good to have these, have these conversations, these discussions. However, we're going to leave you with the socials. And like always, Mateo going to drop it for you. 
All right, that was the weirdest handoff I've ever had Very. in my life, and I've never ran track before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can follow us on all our social media at Eman Podcast, Twitter, and Instagram. We're also on Facebook. Dot com backslash even more about nothing. Like we mentioned earlier in this episode, you can find us on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio. So make sure you follow, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review. We'd love to hear from you guys. Leave us five stars. We might drop you a surprise. Like on the podcast, not like actually send you anything because we can't do that. Or we choose not to, rather, at least at this point in time. But if you do it, we'll love you forever. Conditionally. Conditionally. And make sure you're following all our company stuff at White Noise LLC, W-H-I-T-E-N-O-I-Z-L-L-C. Cool things happening. I know we keep saying it. You guys keep wondering what's happening. All in good time. Like Incredibles 2, good things take time. Like Kingdom Hearts 3, good things oh, take time. Did you, you guys see the deleted it? scene? They finally revealed uh, Frozone's wife? No. But, so, in the deleted scene. Is she Oprah? <laughs> Might as well be, <laughs> um, but it's it's actually so they 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 give an explainer and it's a sketch of what it was originally supposed to be that whole scene in Incredibles one yeah. when he's talking to his wife. There's a whole scene where she's grabbing the suit and she's hiding because she sees the thing happening outside and she's hiding. And so then that conversation happens like, "Honey, where's my?" And she's like literally trying to hide it. So it's a whole sketch like they have. So they were they had plans to animate it, but it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Let's do. Anyways. Incredibles 2 on DVD, November 6th, and that's where you'll see it. Yeah, I think I think that's it. So, from our couch to yours, even though we're not on couches, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. We don't see them ever. It, You know, it's metaphorically. Have better handoffs. Be metaphorically. better. Metaphorically. Be better. I'm just saying. Undefeated. Never Never lost. (laughs) Which, by the way, before we go, Ricky, Matt's friend, he's calling you out, bro. What? He's like, oh, yeah. I guess. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, no, no. We didn't mention this. Okay. So. All right. So shout out to Rich Homie Ricky. Yeah. Every time you say something incorrectly, he'll literally, while he's listening to the episode, he will text me. He's like, nope, wrong about that. Wrong about that. Wrong about that. (laughs) He's like, why don't you just get a counter? And what was it specifically he was talking about? Um, uh, it was so, it, I think he said something about oh, okay. So No, the Warriors. Because no, he said oh. the Warriors would win over 75 games this year. Mm-hmm. He said as soon as they lose like nine games. I think I said over 80. Or over 80 or whatever. No, I, 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 I'll, I'll look it up. I, I might, I, Ricky? No, you, you definitely, we were for sure, no, you said 70 plus. I think you said 75 plus. 74, 75. Yeah, 74, 75. All right, whatever I said. Ricky. So here's here's what I need you to do, Ricky. He said, but there's other things he said that you're wrong about. You have a whole you have a whole Twitter account, right, Ricky? If you don't make one specifically for this purpose, every time you hear us say something wrong on a podcast, just tweet at me. You already know the handle by this point. It's not changing ever. Mookie eight thirty three. Unless he messes that one up too. It probably <laughs> I probably can, but you know what? That's what you're here for. You saved me from being dumb. Anyway, Ricky, just at me at Mookie eight thirty three. Hashtag even more about nothing. At White Nose LLC. Whichever ones, whichever combination you want to do, just be like, wrong count for the week, Mookie. Times three. That's all you gotta do, Ricky. Like well, I, I got all the receipts, but apparently you also have receipts. So. He has receipts. He's like, uh, that never lost has to go. Like, I was like, bro. <laughs> Listen, uh, until I have Ricky, until I have receipts, 
Undefeated. Uh, Never lost. The funny thing is, I don't he care. Started, he started going through his phone. He's like, I, I don't I care. Until I have receipts, I'm undefeated. <laughs> and they're going to surface. And when they surface on Twitter, the world's going to be laughing. I mean, does that, does that mean we still get the double or nothing Chick-fil-A? No, 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 on that note, yes, we, yes, will, we yes, will see you guys next that. week. I still pay for Chick-fil-A. How did I? Oh, we don't. We finessed it hard. All right, guys. We'll see you later.